You're listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast, with your host Danny and Kaylee. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 19 for Zap Night. I'm your host Danny, and I'm your co-host Kaylee. Kaylee, I know. it's so nice to have you back. I love all the special guests, but it just flows a little <laughs> bit easier with you around. Um, so... 19! I know, it's crazy, isn't it? What was the last episode you were on? Like, 16? <laughs> no, I, I think it was less remember. than that. <laughs> so, uh, how are, how are things? Pretty good. Baby's growing like a weed. I know, he's what, six months old he's now? He's six months. Yeah. Wow. I know, he's... Six episodes tall, without you. pound babies. <laughs> <sighs> so, we played the past couple months... We played uh, Last Story. Yeah, I love this game. We've, we both have played this game before we decided to. Right, yeah. And, you know, the first time through, I don't know how long ago it was, but it definitely didn't sink in. Because it, no, I played this it. This is surely a game you really should play a second time. I played it this time through, and I remember nothing of the story. Oh, I know. I remember nothing of the gameplay. It was like starting over from it scratch. It really was. For me, too, it's like as things happened, it was like, oh, this seems familiar. And it's like, oh, yeah. But, I mean, until it's actually legitimately happening, even after something happens, I don't remember most of it. There was parts of the game that I legitimately was like, I don't remember this yeah, happening at all. I am the same way. Um, so, let's talk, about the, let's talk about the game here. It was developed by Mistwalker. And Mistwalker is uh, founded by one of the former Final Fantasy directors, Hironobu Sakaguchi. And he was, like, the original director for, like, the first... Nine? Oh, was it only... I, was, I think so. I'm not sure. Nine? I was but thinking I think it was so. less than that, but... Yeah, I mean, he was, like, a major player in the Final Fantasy scene until fairly recently... And, um, yeah, he split off to do his own thing. He's made a few RPGs. I feel like that with him direct, being a director for this is really, for me, this game, I loved this game. And I feel like because it has that Final Fantasy-esque to it, we're, I, why it just resonates more with us. It was very reminiscent of a Final Fantasy game. Yes. It had a lot of those Final Fantasy elements to it. And yeah, that that's kind of what made it fun. That's really what drew me to it to begin with. Right. And w- between that and it being um composed by uh Anobuo, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he composed all the Final Fantasy music up until like 11 or 12. Yeah. So I mean, you I- know, between those two, it really made it feel like a true Final Fantasy game. The story was well written for that sa- that same aspect, right. you know. So anyway, it was uh, it's a uh, just a Wii game. It didn't get re released for any other platform, and it was released in January two thousand eleven in Japan. And then it wasn't released until August of 2012 in the U.S. I got the uh, the special box. By I know, the way. and I'm super jealous. <laughs> that box I, was awesome. I was ready for this game when it first came out, and it came with like an art book, and I think the music, the it OST, was like a, a the, yeah. like a some C small CD, yeah. yeah. But the game box is supposed to look like a storybook because, of course, it's the last right, story, yeah. and it. It's really cute. I I really love the the whole package. It was really really nice. I did see it when you got it. And it is really yeah. cool. I ended up finding it at 
a local reseller, like used game store. And uh, luckily, they had a copy of it. I'd been looking for a copy of it for a long time. Yeah. I really just want your copy of it, but <laughs> it's yours. Uh, but I did eventually get my own, so uh, it's just not quite as fancy. Yeah. I don't think there's... Oh, one other thing that I kind of wanted to talk about is the gap between the Japan release and the U.S. release. I mean, it's over a year. <laughs> um, January, yeah, January 11 to August 2012. It's like a, a year and a half. What's well, funny is, is the U.S., the North America version was released last. And it was actually released oh, yeah, in, like, like, Europe and right. elsewhere. Australia. Like, yeah. Way before, like within that same year. Yes, I remember that being. So I think that that's kind of weird. Like they really didn't. It's like they just didn't want North America to well, have a copy, they and just, then they're like, "Well, I guess." Maybe with I don't know. I have no idea. But my my speculation is maybe because they are like the characters have a like a, a European accent to that's like true, each yeah. of them. So maybe they felt it would resonate more with over there. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they just weren't expecting to make as good of sales, and maybe they didn't. I didn't. I haven't looked into the sales aspect. I, it, of it was very well received, from what the Wikipedia says. Wikipedia, and they know all because it's online. <laughs> um. So, you want to talk about the story? Yeah. So the last story, you start off as your main character Zale, and you've got your your party which i think is funny that they started the party off like you have all of your party immediately like yeah, you don't no, gain any no, or yep, lose any yep. and so you start off with your your character zale and group leader dagrin and your other fellow mercenaries seren marania 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 yurik and lowell yurik um <laughs> and so you start off you're you're hired by count argonin of this Lazlo City. And initially, they don't start off in Lazlo City. They come to Lazlo City to do this because they're mercenaries. They travel about doing all this stuff. And during this mission, they're, they're, they're hired to get rid of the monsters because Lazlo's City has magic. And the monsters are drawn to this magic. So your our job is to exterminate them. And during this time... Things kind of go crazy. I didn't get that in the story when I was playing it. Well, that they were drawn to the magic. I mean, it, it kind of makes they, sense. They mention but it briefly, but maybe. I, I believe Dagrin mentions it because you have like a mini flashback of of taking on the job, and he says that you know because of this magic, the monsters are drawn towards hmm. it. So during this time, the underneath the castle, there's like caves and catacombs, and uh, it's so. It's like a labyrinth down here, and they find their way into these ruins. And in these ruins, I don't, I don't remember exactly. Do you remember what happened when? I, I think just things just start going wrong, and oh yeah, it's I'll, all the skeletons. Yes. They get stuck in a room with the skeletons that keep regenerating themselves. And something about Sirin, because Zale gets part paired off with Sirin, and something about Sirin being you know, kind of beaten down, it, it sends him into this flashback of his past. Apparently he's got a shady past, or not a shady past, but... It's a traumatic past. Yes. Because he, his parents were... Well, his whole a, village has yeah, been his, just his village was attacked by uh, the Lazulus yes. Knights, yeah. And so he... Which, I'm going to talk about this later, absolutely. Okay, alright. 
So anyway, with this mark, it's called the Mark of the Outsider, and it apparently resonates with Zale's, you know, his sorrow, his loneliness, and it grants him this power on his arm. The magic within the the Lazulus Island is the grants, outsider. Grants him this power that they call the Mark of the Outsider, which kind of is confusing at first, but you start to get the gist of it as the story goes on. So, with this power, the team finishes up everything, and it's suspicious, but they make their way back to town. And when they come back to town, they end up bumping into this lady, Lisa, who we later find out is actually Lazlus City's... Yeah, Lady Callista, who is Lazlus City's... The Count Argonin is... What, the ruler His, over Lazlus City, yeah, would you say? Yeah, he's like the king of the small kingdom of Lazlus Island. And his it's his niece. I For some reason, I always thought it was his daughter, but they nope. specifically say yeah, it's yeah. his niece the entire time. So anyway, they bump into her, and, you know, they kind of part ways, but she's escaping the castle because she really doesn't get a chance to get out. Um, Well, after they've parted ways, the team gets a new job from the Count, and he's going to have this ball for Lady Callista because she's supposed to be married off to... Gerard. Lord Gerard. <laughs> and he is pretty boy, man. He is pretty <sighs> awesome. I don't know. <laughs> I He is he wears way too much makeup. He's the kind of guy that you just you don't like right out of yep. the gate. Like they designed his character so that as soon as you see him you're, you're like, like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> So, during this, they're supposed to be just doing guard duty. Like, you know, it's a big deal. They during want the some ball. guards. They go. They find Lady Callista, of course. And they're not from Lazulus, so they had no idea until they finally see her. And an attack happens. And the, <laughs> I think what's funny is, is this: the attack that happens is from the Garak. And they don't really explain... Why they're attacking. Why they're attacking. Or, and, yeah. like, even... Uh, they do later, though. You you know that, right? They do later, okay. yes. But th- my thing is, is like they didn't explain. Like you just assume, like the world is, that everyone is human. Like you know, you, th- yeah. you think they would explain, like, well, there's the Garak, and then you've got monsters called Reptids, yeah. and you've got the humans. Oh, it's just oh, well, by the way, there's these people called the Garak. Garak attack. <laughs> the Garak attack. I've been saying that all but by the way. <laughs> So with this Garak attack, <laughs> you you come across the king, which his name is <laughs> Zangarak, which in hindsight is not very original. <laughs> no, it's not. Not at all. Zangarak of the Garak attack. <laughs> Zangarak Garak attack. <laughs> yes. Say that seven times fast. <laughs> um, so anyway, he learns that Zale has the power of the outsider. Like his his main goal is I think he initially intends to abduct Lady Callista, and they do prevent him from doing this. However, he pretty much is like, you know, you're preparing for war. Like, this, this is a big deal. So, in retaliation, Lazarus Island, they've got these cannons. They have a big cannon, but they have all these different mini cannons. And they use the power of the outsider to attack. Like, they've got this huge force. Well, they fire their cannons, and the party is like... In the middle of this. So they, as a last... To escape the cannon right. fire, they board the Grag ship. Right. So it takes various trials and errors and battles, and they eventually fight their way through 
they they end up on the Garak Island, don't they? Yeah, they go to the Garak Island and they meet up with the general. What was the general's name? General Asthar. No, no, no. Well, yeah, they did meet up with him and the other guy, too. The other pretty Therius. boy. Yeah, Therius. Sir and, Therius. And um, when they meet up with them, again, it kind of goes back to why were they there? Like, I don't really know. They didn't explain why they were well, there. Well, I think it, but was, it was... like... I think the, the intent was a counterattack. But, oh, but, but Callista goes with you. Right. Callista, They're trying to get Callista back, I believe. Oh, uh, that might be it. That that might be the whole because reason. Because after, after the party finally makes their way back to Lazulus, Zalus and the party is thrown right into jail and... All because uh, of Jarell. Of Jarell, who is accusing them of abducting her. Right. And, you know, they really have to fight for their innocence, basically. And Mainly Zale. And, but, <laughs> which, it's funny because the way they proved their innocence, Dagrin was never accused of this. And I don't know if Dagrin went with you. I don't think he did. No, he might have. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty is. sure he was there. So what is funny is Dagrin was never abducted, or never put into jail. Now, sorry to stop your story here, but I wanted to talk about this part because he Zale is given the opportunity to defend himself. Jarell's argument is that Zale abducted Lady Callista and went off to war to fight the right. the Grag. However, Zale has the defense of she was abducted by the the Garak, sure. and they boarded the ship, and they took him to the island anyway. So, I mean, Why didn't they instead, instead, he just stays silent. Like, the whole time, he doesn't say anything except, I don't know, like, no, that's not true, but I, doesn't defend himself. I think, I think what you're saying is a good argument. I would have just said the Garak abducted her, and we went to find her. But because Callista went, she asked to go... They don't want to tell the Count that Calissa wanted to go herself. I think that was the whole thing. Maybe, and but it's my problem is in the writing. That you're probably sure. right, but my problem is in the writing. It because is what kinda... they what they do is they just say, You did all these horrible things to Zale, and Zale's like, No, that's not true. But doesn't defend himself. Right. He doesn't say anything in retaliation. He just says, No, that's oh, not how it was. Guess and I'm then just, just gonna leaves have to die. it. So it just it, it was a very awkward it, moment. It is. In and the there's game. there is a couple moments through the game though that is kinda like that. It's just kinda to make the story flow. Yeah, kind of it's like you don't really understand it, but the characters are okay with it, <laughs> so we move on. <laughs> well, in any case, Dagrin is, who is not, by the way, being accused, um he he brings up the fact that Zale has this mark on his hand. And that intrigues the Count because it's the mark of the outsider. And apparently this has been prophesized about. They don't even talk about that, by the way. And I I feel like it should have been they, talked about. They talked about it a little bit. Yeah, I think they had like a... It's part right. of the prophecy. But it kind of sounded like when, when Zale was being questioned... The Count went to the judge and was like, it's part of the prophecy. You know, you all know the prophecy and this is the man. Show him your power. Yeah. And then they just let him go. <laughs> it, it, to me, it almost sounded like 
they made up this prophecy on the fly, and I kind of thought that that's where they were going with it, but no, it's like, oh yeah, no, there really was this prophecy (laughs) that just happened to conveniently come up while he was in jail. Regardless, this intrigues the Count. He, they are cleared of their name, Mm -hmm. and... It basically, the Count tells him if he swears loyalty to him, he has the prospects of not only becoming a knight, which is what Zale and Dagon really are searching out to be, to better their lives, but he has the prospect of marrying Lady Callista, who at this point he has finally had a, a nice connection with her. He's falling in love right. with her, really. And really, she is too. On the Count's request, they reach what's called the Realm of Ascendancy. And... Zale goes there and he hears he hears cries calling out to him and they well, the truth hang, of- hang on so we we need to describe this realm of ascendancy thing because of Zale having this mark of the outsider he has to prove his loyalty to the count and the only way to do that is to activate the island. Which is actually a fortress. Which is a actually... A fortress. Yes. And the only way to do that is to go to this realm of ascendancy. So basically the Count, like, pushes Zale into the realm and says, good luck, buddy. By the way, do this. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm sorry, but it's absurd. A moving island. I kind of felt like... Like, really? We've done this before <laughs> in Final Fantasy VIII, oh, when yeah. your garden is a moving I don't know. The thing. garden is more believable than an island. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It was a bit of a stretch, but it's okay. Whatever. All we right. go along with it. Well, of course, the, so the, the island is now not stationary anymore, so it, it can freely move about. With this, the island is on its way to the Garak City, because they're about to have a counterattack on them. And... Unfortunately, the Garak beat them to it. They do an, another ambush on Lazulus City. And the Count, he wants you to go defend the cannon. So you, you escort him and the Count all the way to the cannon. And unfortunately, during this time, you get separated from almost everyone. And you come across General Asthar, who he has like a mini major role in this game. Um, but he ends up being murdered. And you don't know who has murdered him, but unfortunately, you once again are being framed for this, and you are tossed into jail. Somehow, they have they have fought their off this attack again, Lazulus City. Well, the Grack just vanish again, right? And um, yeah, Jarell throws Zale back in jail because Jarell thinks that Zale killed General Astar. So you are in jail, but with the help of Callista. Zale has escaped and has returned to the city where he meets up with his friends. And they figure out a way to help basically clear his name. With the help of Dagrin again, mind you. Yeah, Dagrin decides to sneak into the castle and search Jarell's room. Right. And that's where they find a some sort of documentation between the Grack right. and Jarell. So... With this in mind, Jarell is thrown into jail, and you then. This is when Lazulus starts their counterattack, and they attack the city of the Garak. And unfortunately for the Garak, of course, when they get there, it's all civilians. All of the the army and stuff—they're not there. There's no no defense on the the Garak island. 
And so, you know, the the Knights of Lazulus, I mean, they're pretty merciless when it comes to this. Like, they're enjoying this. It's At I mean, this it's point, just it's just a, a raid. It really is. And, you know, Zale really finds him, quite, you know, he's questioning all of this stuff, which I have a problem with this because both Zale and Dagrin's goals are to become knights. And, and at least for Zale, he's questioning, you know... These these knights aren't good. Yeah, you know they've killed my my people, and you know at one point, how why is it taking him this long to figure this out? You know what I mean? Yeah, I I don't know if he really knows that it's the Lazulus people that attacked his village. But I think village. he does, and I realize this is a bit of but ahead, but. Dagrin eventually reveals that he right. knows it was the Lazulus Knights, and I really feel like at one point that would be talked up between Dagrin yeah, and Yeah, you would Zale. think, yeah. So, to me, it's it's kind of sloppy, and I feel like this is something that, like, it's, by this point, it's well into the game. Like, why right. is this just now being brought up, and why is this just now an issue? Right. Um, but I digress, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> So after this attack, there's more more questions raised than answered. You know, answered questions and all that. So they return, and Zale is really finding himself conflicted over really what he wants. And everyone's really trying to tell him, you know, you need to pull it together and figure out what you want. Because, right, because he's offered the knighthood. Right, the knighthood, I mean, you know, it's... In Lazulus Island, right. by the Count. And so his, his options, really, at this point, are to stay a mercenary and kind of live this life that you know they've been trying to build their selves a better life but not only does it affect zale but all of his his mercenary friends so i mean not only does he remove himself from being a knight he also prevents the rest of them from being a knight too so you know he really is conflicted about becoming a knight because of his morals and you know not becoming a knight and ending up you know destroying the rest of his friends' lives. So that's where he's trying to figure out what what the best thing to do is. So while he's thinking about all of this, um, he hears just... He's in the castle thinking about this. Like, he's strictly thinking about this. And he hears a voice, and it's singing. So he's drawn to this voice. No one else in the area that he can see can hear this voice. So he goes looking for it. And he ends up meeting up with both Callista and Therius. And they go through, I don't know if it's also the Realm of Ascendancy or if it's just something similar. It was pretty much the same place. But why was Therius there? I didn't understand that I, either. I, like, I didn't he either. was just like, hey, I'm here too. <laughs> maybe maybe he just was following it with Callista. I it don't know. It could be. So how Therius gets there, I don't really understand either. I didn't even <laughs> think about it. He's just there. You know, they make their way through this and... They meet up with the sorceress. The sorceress tells them about the outsider, and they she explains that the outsider it was actually a world seed, and this world seed was basically wandering through space and time, kind of absorbing energy as it went, and it created worlds as it was doing this. Um, but she had summoned the outsider to help her her lover who was an argonan ancestor she called on it so that it would help him end a really the an ancient war. it's been a war that's been going on for a long, long between time between the garak and the humans right which again has not been talked about at all up until this yeah, point after calling on it they succeed in ending i believe they succeed in ending the war 
However, they realize quickly that the outsider, because it is it absorbs energy, it starts pulling on the energy in the area, and the land starts dying at an alarming rate. So, as as a means of you know trying to slow the process, they split the outsider in half, and they don't really explain how their one half of the outsider ends up with the Garag, but they have the other outsider there. And that's that's kind of it. She, you know, the sorceress explains that, you know, you really need to reunite these two so that it can go back to where it came from. And the land will start, you know, it, it'll stop killing the land because that's really the biggest problem with this whole thing is the Garak land is dying, your land is dying, and surrounding islands are uh, dying. Well, the whole world is right. dying. And that's really what, that's kind of Morania's side right. plot is that her whole problem is that the land is decaying. Right. And so, yeah, if they don't do this, they're going to lose the world. The whole world is going to end up in ruin, regardless of the war. Right. If they don't collect the two sides of the outsider and get it back to where it belongs, it's going to destroy everything that they have. So... The sorceress just kind of dissipates after this. I don't know if she's supposed to be a ghost or what, or if she's. I think just like the chapter ends. Sure. <laughs> and then you're back. At, <laughs> you're you're sitting on your bed or which whatever. is something I would also like to discuss later on as far as the narration goes. Yeah. However, you know they realize that the Count Argonin is very much aware of what the outsider is doing. You know, it's killing the land. It's causing more strife and he really is using the outsider as a means for his own gain of power and you know and that and of course does not sit well with anyone so Zale's unable to swear his loyalty to him and he decides to escape with Callista to destroy the Lazulus cannon at this point um and so they run up to the turret control room However, before they can even do anything, the Garak, out of nowhere, with their own floating island, <laughs> just rams into your island. Right. And this is kind of where it's revealed that... And this is revealed by the narration, not by any of the party right. members. But that the Garak, every single attack that the Garak has been doing, which is a tongue twister in itself... <laughs> Um, they have been gathering knowledge, and that's why they attack so many times, is that they're gathering the knowledge of the outsider and stealing these books so that they can learn how to build and control their half of the outsider. And that's what they've done with this island. They figured this out, they've been able to, to build this island in a very short amount of time. Right. And... Uh, harness that energy and, and right. attack back. With the Grack tag boat. The Grack tag. So during this tag, they need to go find the Outsider. So with Count Arganin, you go down and you reach the Outsider. The, that you're half of the Outsider, and Count Arganin provokes this. And you know, he's, yeah, he's they're trying, trying to, to pull. They're and... trying to pull more energy out of their right. half of the Outsider to be able to attack the Grack's Outsider. Which, it's funny because. Count Argonin is attacking this to really get it to wake up, to do its job. And it does. It pulls the energy. Unfortunately, this kills the island. Yes. It uses up what little energy is left, because it's been draining it this whole time. And its powers, are, you know, it's insufficient to attacking back the Garak. And it ultimately kills Count Argonin. 
Like, I don't know what happens. It's just all of a sudden he disappears. I don't know if he just got absorbed. I think it, yeah, I think it, it used his la- his energy to summon and that monster. he gets pretty power hungry near the end. He's, like, reaching for it, he's talking, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's just... kind of a dramatic scene. But, you know, with the Garak Fortress, I mean, it rams into Lazulus Island. And the Garak just from there proceeds to just completely take over. Right. So... The refugees are hiding underground. The Grag, you know, you're fighting. Oh, the island refugees. Right. Yeah, civilians. You're, everyone's fighting, but eventually they all regroup underneath the city. Um, and they, your team decides that they need to find the Grag's half of the outsider. And they actually do succeed after, it's, it's a long it's dungeon. It's a long, it's yeah. a, quite a few chapters there. Um, but the team finally reaches it, and... They do succeed in removing it to make the fortress pretty much collapse. I'd like to note here that right after Zale denounces his loyalty... Dagrin's just gone. Dagrin's just gone. (laughs) And he's gone between now and the end of the game. He just... This main character just disappears and no one questions it. Interesting enough, before Zale actually says that he's going to not accept the knighthood, Dagger confronts him and is just like, you can't do this to all of us. And Zale tells him, you know, I'm sorry, but I have I have to do what's right. And Dagrin kind of comes off as the bad guy all of a sudden. And he's like, you're going to have to fight me to go through it. And he... Doesn't he, um... He pulls, I believe he pulls out his weapon, but Zale calls his bluff on it. Doesn't he, doesn't he even say that he planted the thing, the... Oh, he does acknowledge that he did, that he did, but he tells him that he's doing it so that it's 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 for the good of everyone, yes. Bettering all, all the mercenary group. So, you know, he's, Dagrin's doing this so that everyone can become a knight, not just Zale. So, with this fortress collapsing, they then pursue Zangarak. He, at this point, has he has kidnapped Callista. He's used her blood to invoke on his arm. To give him the same, to, the same outside, power, outsider power, outsider power Zale. Zale. And, you know, that really starts in on the, <laughs> the various forms of the end boss game and all that. And after you finally beat Zangarak, he, he rips off his arm thinking... It will revive him because it has the outsider power on it. And it does this little creepy crawl. And you come face to face with Dagrin, who has been missing up until this point. Right, yeah, which has been like 10 chapters at least. (laughs) And he takes the arm and he basically takes on the power himself. Does he eat it? What does he do? I don't know what he does. Maybe he eats it. I just accept it. It is what it is. You know, you start off with regular Dagrin, the power becomes too much. It almost, it's well, not even Dagrin at that point that you're battling. You're battling some... Well, you have to take what, what Dagrin says here. So, Dagrin's whole backstory, as bad guys do in these games, they reveal the whole plot for some reason. I, But you know what, I, in, in defense... Dagrin owes them an explanation, not like oh, just yeah, a random absolutely. bad guy explaining. Yeah, it, yeah. This is legit, at least called for so, in the scenario. What, what's going on is that Dagrin, a lot like Zale, his hometown was destroyed. Dagrin yes. finds out that the people who destroyed his hometown and murdered his family was the Lazulus Island Knights. And, you know, the Count and 
the general Astar, everybody. They were all involved. And so he really was focusing on revenge from early, early childhood. And it really turns all of his comrades into pawns. And they they literally say that in the game. Right. It it kind of spirals out of control for Dagrin, I think, into a power hungry, revenge, angry person. As but he does. he never really talks about it. And after you beat Dagrin and you kind of do some of the end sequences, sure. you talk with Lowell a little bit about how, you know, Lowell says Dagrin was messed up, but how messed up are we to not have seen that, right. thinking that we were that they were his friends? So you know you're seeing that you know yeah, Dagrin was still a big part of their life because he was their leader for right. so long, but yet he had all this built up right. anger and you know and no one really noticed. no one noticed yeah and. So, you know, there is a bit of that struggle, but when it comes down to the... I don't know if you have any more, if you want me to just continue uh, no, with the end ahead. stuff. No, go ahead. Um, they, they make it to Dagrin's grave, and they wish him a farewell. Um, Zale and Callista, they get married, and Callista grants Zale the knighthood. That's... Well, more importantly, too... The Garak and the humans are now living together. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, so after Zangrag dies, yeah, they merge the two family, or the two <laughs> species, species together, again. and they live as one. Because really, when it comes down to it, is people are people, regardless right. of what race you are. <laughs> so um, I guess maybe that was their message. I don't know. Anyway. Stop being racist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much the story. Yeah. There's a couple of plot holes, but... From our end. From our end. I mean, we left out a few things just to keep it under an hour. So, uh, let's talk about the story, even though we just got done talking about the story. What did you give it? Uh, I gave it a 9 out of 10. Whoa. Yeah, it's a little bit high, and I acknowledge that. <laughs> what did you give it? <laughs> I gave it a 7 out of 10. You know, a good point of this... There's a lot to it. I feel like it... While there was a few points, it was like, I don't think this was well thought out. I, you know, it really was, there was, it was a lot to it. It was a story. When I played this the first time through, I really felt like it was a straightforward game. And it was very just, it it seemed just like a normal Final Fantasy game. Like, you know, you know, you save the the princess and, you know, you become a knight sort of thing. But playing it a second time through, I have a very different opinion about it. It's uh, yeah. it's way more deep than just getting the girl. You know, it's about the decaying land, and it's about finding out where your loyalties stand, regardless of what your end desires are. Sure. So, like, you know, Zale, the whole time through, he wants to be a knight. And he's given that opportunity, yet he sees what the consequences are going to be. And so he goes against what his dreams are to follow what he believes is true. And I mean, I don't know, there's there's so much more than just that. But I mean, that's that's a good part to what the story is really telling. There's, there's so sure. many different things going on here than just going and getting the girl. You know, and I, 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 I appreciated that. I wholeheartedly agree. I really don't have a whole lot to say about the good of the story. You really do shell it out because it's just so complex and it really is good. 
But I have a tiny bit of problems, not really with the story, story, but the details of the story. One of the things... I've got a lot to say about sure. this part. One of the things is the narration of the story. You have a narrator, and that's fine. I thought it was They unique. wanted to play it out like you're reading a book. However, it almost comes across lazy. It's all of a sudden you're here... They made their way back after doing... Like, wait, wait, wait. Why can't we make our way back as we do it? It's He just ends the scene right then and there. And I don't feel like it's enough. I feel like it's just lazy and sloppy. Really? Yeah. I... There's no transition I, from I, one part to the other. It's just, here's the end. They made it their way back safely. I understand what you're saying. I disagree, though. <laughs> I I think that that's a great segue Maybe it's the laziness in me, and that might be 100% of it, but I don't want to walk all the way back. No. I don't want to w- sit and watch the boat trip. You know, I just, I don't know. I kind of like the, you, know, you beat the boss, the story ends, you're back at home. There were certain parts where it was acceptable, but there was a few, like, major points in the game where it was, do we really need the narrator to explain how we made it from point A to point C? Right. Not all the time, but there were a couple times where it came across sloppy to me. Sure. The other thing was character development. And this is kind of multi-parted. Um, it's just kind of meh. <laughs> you know, you really... <sighs> you you learn about a couple... A little bit about, like, a tiny bit about Marania. You hear a tiny bit about Saran. Uh, I guess. Yurik. But, for one thing... You don't get a whole lot of backstory. You... The, the closest backstory you get is about Yurik. I know. And they don't explain how the rock gets into his eyeball. I know! He just what has a rock that? in his eyeball, and that's how it is. <laughs> and what? He's, like, super powerful because yeah. of that? Like, yeah, I know. Um, I know. The other thing is, this is a, a minor thing. It really isn't a big deal. But there's a point where, when you're arrested one of the many times... And you actually, there's a dungeon part where you go through kind of seeking a way out, like through the yeah, catacombs and stuff. Yeah, with And yes, and you go with Sarin. And Sarin, who has this loud personality, she's kind of the drunk of the group. She's loud and boisterous, but she has a very loud personality. And through this dungeon crawl, you literally don't hear anything from her. You she's might have just like, there to help. To- but they could have taken anyone else. Why Sarin? She had no, she didn't even say anything on the side. I mean, she might have like a tiny bit, but there's nothing. She wasn't making fun well, of anyone or anything. I think that sometimes in some of these extra dungeons, I felt like they were partnering up you with certain people because of their abilities. Which would not be fine if this character. was an optional dungeon, but it wasn't. And that's, yeah. that's that was my other point. You know, it was not optional. You had to do this. And so, if you're going to send someone who has no commentary, why would it be Sarin? I don't know. Or if not, just pull some other dialogue that she has said from before. It was just she was so radio silent compared to how she is normally. Yeah. Any other dungeon you went with her, she had something to say, but oh, not yeah. this one. <laughs> but I digress. You know, the other characters there really wasn't like Lowell. You don't know anything about Lowell. I. I'm not changing the topic, okay. but I, I'm I'm segueing segueing here into I I really liked the character development. Oh, I did too. Not, I just wish they'd shelled it there, out. More. There's definitely no back history behind a lot of them. Like you said, Yurik is is there. I hated Yurik from I, the beginning. I did too. I didn't like his backstory at all. 
I thought he was just this Bragged depressed little, yeah. kid the and emo guy. Yeah, and I just I didn't like that. Aside from that, the stories that they did tell were, were pretty good. Um, Marania with her like hunting the down the the, where, where she, her backstory is something about living in a forest and she was raised by a forest spirit right i want to know more about that right. i want more backstory behind that but you get what you get and i liked it i liked hearing about it and i liked the one little dungeon where she kind of explains it i will admit for the story they did amazing for the characters. As much as I didn't like Yurik, he okay. still fit. He still I, fit. I liked having to. somebody to hate. Yeah, I like really somebody to someone. throw bananas at. <laughs> Too many times it happened. I. It's just. I, I guess because I want more out of the story. That's what I look for in an RPG sure. as a story. And I really because I think because of how much I liked the characters, I wanted more from the characters, right. not just. By the way, there's a rock in my eye. Yeah. <laughs> they don't explain where he got it. The whole pro like that. And you know, realistically, that could have been a completely different game or story or chapter yeah. itself. I mean, the game was long. So I understand if it's time or something, but it's just, it wasn't enough for me. I just wanted to know more about these people. Who was your favorite character? Marania. Was she really? Hands down. Yep. <laughs> I liked her from the beginning. She was very mysterious and... I liked her voice. I couldn't do her bangs. I I kind of liked that. And she matched uh, Zale really well with the feathers in her hair. Oh, I see. I don't know. I just, I thought she was cool. I had a hard time picking my favorite. I naturally gravitate towards the main characters like Zale, but he was almost too good for me. I really liked Dagrin. And I really liked Lowell, but I also kind of like characters like Lowell. (laughs) The... The womanizer type. I think those kinds of characters are I funny. really enjoyed the dynamic between Lowell and Seren. I what? really liked that they bickered and argued, but they really liked each other a lot. And I I loved that. It okay. was so great. I have a problem with that, too. I didn't write it down, <laughs> but I would like to talk about that, too. To me, I understood that they were bickering because they kind of liked one another, but it, the bickering was almost too strong. I did not make the connection they were kind of flirting with each other near the end, and it seemed so strong at the end. It was just too much. Like, all of a sudden now they like each other? I don't know. I think... No, no. I think that it was a development. I'm sure it, it was. It was something it- that they were... At the beginning, they were just friends, and Lowell was out doing his, you know, womanizing, and Seren was doing her drinking, and over the course of the game, they grew to love one another. I just don't feel it, though. And I could be the only one. I don't know. I did not feel it. It was just, it seemed like by the end of the game, they were in love with each other. It was like, (laughs) wait a minute, what? And it was cheesy. Yeah, it was. Absolutely, it was. too much Gouda. Um... Aside from that, I liked the comedy <laughs> that they brought. Yes, that really did help. It, it too. made it. It made the game I a laughed. little bit easier. I, I did laughed too. a couple times. It was pretty good. the uh, The crotch shot was a good. <laughs> They've got one of those in there near the end for kind of a comedic relief, if you will. Um. Now, uh, something else I want to talk about, which might be more gameplay. I don't really know where to put this, but it drove me. Bananas. <laughs> Prank With, bananas? I, I really am trying not to curse because there are curse words that I want to put in here. <laughs> but I was so 
furious every time that they would cut dialogue off while you're walking. I have that in my gameplay notes as well. Every single time you're going from point A to point B and you gotta... There's a cutscene in the middle... When you hit to that section where the cutscene's at, if there's dialogue going on... It's done. Boom, I know. done. Either the dialogue's too long, or the sh- they need to the have, like... They short. need to have, like, a doorway or something to make you think, maybe after I pass through this doorway, it will continue. There were times that I knew it was going to happen, so I would stop and right. wait for the dialogue. Because I legitimately want to listen to the dialogue. And, yeah, you walk through a doorway or you just get to an area and it's, like, cut off. Like, ah! Yes. So many I times agree. I was yelling was at my screen because I, they I would agree. cut the dialogue off. And it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I was so angry yes. because all I want to do is enjoy the commentary that's that going on. I have that my gameplay, yep. Exactly. It's it's like it is kind of gameplay, but it's kind of story because they're cutting your story off. <laughs> I liked they told a lot of the story in the gameplay. Right. When you're, you know, just doing your normal running through a dungeon and they would sit and kind of chit chat amongst themselves. And that was fun. Sometimes it kind of got a little distracting when you're trying to fight and they're still talking. Uh, I didn't like that. What was with all the stuff post boss? All the epilogue yeah. episodes, I didn't like that. I didn't like it either. It was <laughs> like, it was, it almost made the ending anticlimactic. It did. That's exactly what it like, was. It, it was really like, should have been, you know, it's like they wanted to toss more battles in there. I was like, why can't we just do the marriage and the funeral all in that ending? In like right an there? ending cutscene Why can't thing? we narrate a segue into it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you gotta have separate <laughs> chapters for that. And the, by the way, the chapter system is dumb because some of those chapters are, are optional. So you can go from chapter, for example, 62 to 68. <laughs> like, I, what happened between the chapters in between? I wondered about that and I never really noticed yes. it happening, but I wondered if that would be the case. Like, because I think the there's a few of those optional ones in there. Yes. And if you miss them, yeah, you're done. I, you don't get I, a choice. I did not do like one or two chapters that were optional. I, I did a couple. I did everything that that, that was kinda, obvious. Yeah. I did all the chapters that was brought to my attention. If, right. if I had to hunt them down, I didn't know they were there. So <laughs> I'm sure that there's chapters that I missed, but I feel like I got the majority of the game. I really... The, the end stuff really bothered me because after really after you game. fight the final boss, I feel like there's no reason to go into another dungeon. That Maybe that's just me, but I think after you're done with the final boss, I drop my control and I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I did it. You I know, beat the game, you know? Um, I also want to talk, this kind of might fall under gameplay too, but uh, there's two chapters at the end of the game. I accidentally did the very last chapter instead of the other one. Oh, so you didn't and get to do the marriage I one? I saved my game. Oh. And I could not go back out of that dungeon. So I couldn't do the other part. That's too bad. And I had done that on a different time. In fact, it was before the battle with, I believe, Zangarak. One of the battles with Zangarak. I couldn't... It, in fact, it was Zangarak. Before I had beat him, I had saved it. Well, you don't have your party right before the battle... Well, I wanted to level up Sarin some more. And I couldn't. I couldn't go back. There was no circles. I couldn't get to Horus to get any extra weapons. Like, I was stuck there. I either beat him or I was screwed. Because the only person you can fight with is Zale, and then you segue right into the next battle. There's no right, one between. Yeah. 
And it did cause some problems when I was playing the game because I had played for like a good two or three hours and then went into that battle. And I was just, I was tired. I was kind of disorganized fighting him. And when I played again the next time, I did it much better and the game went from there. But it made me think, if I was underleveled, what would I have done? <laughs> well, um, going back to the story, the the end stuff was frustrating. The 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 dungeon that you missed, you didn't miss much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you remember what you missed. I don't. Basically, you go with Callista, just Zael and Callista, to Callista's family. That is courtyard. what I did. Oh, you did that. Yeah. That's not there the was end. another one. Yes, it oh, is. Oh, there was another one? Yeah. Other than that? Oh. Because that's a whole separate one. You don't actually do the end. You don't get to the end credits until after you do the thing with Lol. I don't know. Did you do the thing with Lol? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, You meet Lol and he takes you to Dagrin's yes. grave. Oh, okay. Well, maybe then I... That's the only two that I came across. I guess I thought it just kind of segued into that. That maybe I... So I did the the dungeon with Callista, and they got married, kind of, mm-hmm. and then you did the thing with I Lowell, see. and that was it. That I was... guess I thought Lowell was part of that, like I didn't have an option to really... I guess I didn't think about it. Maybe I could then segue into the other one. Yeah, because there's... you Right after you're done with... Um, you're probably right. Right after you're done with Callista, you can walk around and do whatever the you're you want. You're probably right. I had done this. This was like a good solid three hours. Sure, yeah. I probably, by then, I was done. I yeah. didn't think much about it. I was done, too. Yeah. After I beat the boss, I'm like, okay, where's We're the done. credits? Yeah. <laughs> what do I have to do to get to the credits? And I hated the dungeon with just Callista. It was way over-leveled. And um, the boss fight was torturous. Spiders. Yeah, I hated the spiders. Which we should segue into graphics. All right, let's, we can talk about let's the ununiqueness of the enemies and their reusing. Agreed. Of and just palette swapping. Mm-hmm. They use the same abilities. I know. The same everything. They reuse so many enemies and bosses. It, this was like the third or fourth spider, wasn't it? Yeah, and really, there wasn't that many enemies t- to I begin know. with. Um, there was the the Zangrak or. There the was grac. the Grack. Yeah, the there reptids. was the Reptards. And the Reptards. <laughs> the Reptards. <laughs> Reptar. And then, like, the, the small little enemies. And that was it. And then the Reptards, you had just, like, the blue ones. <laughs> it was like, I, I don't know. I think they had different ones. Then they had the Spider Boss. They did have a bunch of, like, unique bosses, which were kind of cool. Some of them they like to repeat, like, the, um... The, the like, uh vampire the one. vampire like crypt boss yeah. and the spider boss was one that they like to reuse a lot the spider fight it was pretty much the same every time and just as annoying every single time you know this last spider fight though i felt like because it ate you you could fight from inside it made things so much more easier you didn't it never know ate, it never ate me it really? only ate Callista. yeah oh well i got it to eat me it took a while to get it to eat the me the only way i could beat it was by um parrying oh yeah that was the only way i could beat there's it. a couple monsters you have to parry that was the only way, way i could do it um but otherwise i mean hey right, let's stick to graphics here that was graphics unfortunately that's reusing <laughs> a lot of stuff they did reuse a lot i i, I would like to talk about the circles the circles which i realize kind of falls under gameplay but because there are so many it 
lagged the game terribly. So so they would put circles on the ground. Your party casts magic. It lands a circle on the oh, ground. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So there'd be circles on top of circles at one point, and the game is just... Frame, oh, man. frame, 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 if, frame, frame, frame. If that is part of the graphics, if we're going to talk about that okay. for the graphics, my game was super laggy a lot of the time. And it really made me upset. I was really hoping that maybe switching to the Wii U, it would be a little bit better. Right. And you were playing on the Wii U, weren't right. you? And it yep. wasn't any better. It. Me, and maybe it was a little bit better than mine. I but... noticed in the very beginning it was bad. It got a little better, but almost all of my fights, if there was more than like two or three circles down, the game battle was... I mean, it was so painfully slow. With my headphones in, um, the distraction wasn't too bad, but without headphones, my Wii was spazzing out. I did have every that time, occasion. Every time there was a cutscene, mm-hmm. every time there was a boss fight, it was like... I'm like, oh my gosh! I I don't know if you can hear it in the streams that I have, but I there was some like right. the the end the final boss. I can't even imagine how crazy it was going for that. But otherwise, the graphics overall were pretty good. They what'd you give it? I gave it a seven. I gave it a seven as well. I think that it would do awesome with an HD remake. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the graphics on the Wii just weren't quite where they needed to be to be awesome, but they were right on the verge of being awesome. So I think maybe if they were to do it like a generation later on the Wii U, it would have been a lot better. Maybe if they were to remake it, HD it for the Switch or for the PS4 or something, it would be amazing. But if they were going to do that, they have to overhaul a couple of things. <laughs> what I really, really liked was... There wasn't a whole lot, there was an abundance of options, but you could change your armor, the look of what your characters were wearing, like clothes. You could remove parts of the clothes and change the colors of individual parts of the clothes. I really liked that custom ability for each of your characters. Right. And I thought that was really cool. My character, I took a picture for you to see, (laughs) but... Mine were so vastly different from yours. It was weird seeing your Dagrin or your, you know, Zoran. Yeah, Yeah. it it was so different from mine. That was actually kind of distracting for me. Was it really? Because I would get clothes that I was not happy with, and I would have to go in and customize it until I was happy with it. Yeah, I did. So if I did like an auto. Um, auto-equip on all of my characters. Yeah, I would have to go through all my characters and be like, nope, you can't have that. I don't like that. Nope, nope, I nope. Think that's, <laughs> I should probably mention, I played New Game Plus. Right. Um, And so my characters, for the most part, have their armor already. I knew what I wanted them to have. I leveled it up so they were sufficiently equipped. And so they looked the way I wanted them to. I think I only changed... I changed Dagrin in my last gameplay the way he looked only because him and Seren were legitimately wearing the same thing. Yeah, the same I had colors. that a few times. And but that was really it. Actually, my end where Zale's getting knighted in the background, you can see all the rest of the guys, and they're all wearing the same the pants. Same thing, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, Who's they're who? all wearing the same I, pants. You know, at one point, Dagrin approaches the group, my my Dagrin, obviously, yeah. and I wasn't sure if it was Seren or not. <laughs> that, I know that feeling. Yeah. And it, 
It does, I guess I can get why it pulls, but I really like that aspect. That's all it was. It's just, you know, you go through, like, right before boss fight, you know they're coming. Right. You know, you get the summon circle, you're like, okay, there's a boss fight up ahead, you do the auto-equip, and you go into the boss fight, and you're like, crap, I don't know who's who, because they're all <laughs> wearing the same thing. Not that it really matters, it's just kind of, it pull, it tugs at your attention a little bit. So, otherwise, the graphics were okay. They were pretty good for its time. I mean, 2011, 2012, not bad. I had only a few problems as far as the specific graphics went. There was three things. One of the things, which I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but the treasure chests were almost too hidden. They were very hidden, yeah. They were they blended too much in with the background. It kind of made me feel good, though, when I found it. Yeah, that, <laughs> and there was a couple, though, that was, like, so obviously there, but... Yeah. But then, um, my other two are doors and walls. Some doors looked like walls, and some walls looked like doors, and it was so frustrating, I would be in a dungeon, and my husband would be playing with me, and he'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I can't find the door. Yep. <laughs> A lot of times you could tell because all the characters were like right there waiting for you to open the door like they do. And other times it's like, yeah, you're walking around a room like, I don't know what I'm doing. And you're like looking at all the doors, hoping one of them is an actual door and not a wall or something. Right. So, yeah, I definitely felt that. My only other complaint is the lip syncing was so bad. It was so bad. It was not good, but it didn't bother me a whole lot. It bothered me. It was more bad in the beginning of the game, but uh, it reminded me of 15, how bad the lip <laughs> Or maybe it was Kingsglaive. Kingsglaive was, was pretty it bad. It was just the beginning. I don't know if it's just I got used to it or what, but it was. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> I think the problem with that is more that um, the graphics weren't really there yet sure. to be able to do that. Like, the PS2 could do it pretty well, but the Wii just couldn't. It was like, it just wasn't yeah. quite there yet. Um, but yeah, I I guess it, it was there. I just didn't... None, none of the cutscenes were like rendered cutscenes. They were all in-game cutscenes. Even the end was mostly, you know, built-in cutscenes. Which bothered me also because during the cutscenes, there were some... There were some scenes that it would have been more appropriate for me to dress up um zale in fine armor yeah and here he is in like gross clothes <laughs> and like not wearing a shirt or something stupid and he's being knighted and i'm like why why didn't they just give him a nice suit of armor right I or agree. formal clothes that they switch him to my zale legitimately looks like a knight the way he is dressed however i had dagron running around without a shirt on but I felt like it really kind of fit Dagger's appearance, which right. again, it's terrible. And that's ones. fine, but there are certain cutscenes that it, it would have been really easy to yeah. just change their outfit to I, be. Well, you know, they do it in the very beginning. Your team. I didn't notice that. Your team in the very beginning, which it probably is different because I played New Game Plus, right. but in the very beginning, um, my team is dressed up as how they were when I last played. And they have a cutscene to the very beginning of them accepting this job. And they're wearing their old clothes. Huh. Completely different set of clothes. And I noticed because, again, it was so drastically different right, than what yeah. I had equipped. 
I yeah, I didn't notice that. But every cutscene afterwards, they're right. wearing the clothes that you have equipped, which is kind of neat. Good point. Yes, but it's kind of frustrating when you know. Again, going back to the very end, yeah. where you're you're being knighted and he's wearing like scrubs. You know, it's stupid. <laughs> His booty shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hot pink booty shorts. <laughs> All right, we've talked enough. <laughs> Let's. No, we have not talked enough. We are segueing into gameplay, and my notes for gameplay are long <laughs> man we're gonna have to make this a part two kaylee she's i kidding. i'm not <laughs> all right so okay gameplay you want to give me a score first so i know what we're dealing with here i gave it a four out of ten and it initially started at a three <laughs> so you, you added an extra I point added an extra just point. like i guess it's not that bad it's <laughs> <laughs> kind of where it was you know okay initially after i got used to my controls it was not bad. I could use it. Okay. I could work with it. All right. I gave it a six. Wanted Shame to say that, say that out of the game. talk. Okay. First off, let's talk about controller setup because there's a couple different ways you could play this game. I played with the Wii Classic controller. I did not. What did you play with? The nunchuck? I, the nunchuck, yes. And that's because initially that's what I played with. The first and, time through. Yes. And... <laughs> The classic controller is much too small for me, I feel like, but I didn't like the button setup. I didn't understand the button setup, but once we, when you came right. onto that stream and I started playing with the buttons and understood that there was things that I needed to do right. that I didn't know how to do, once I learned that, it became a lot easier. Right. I think but, it's really just a matter of yeah, figuring out Yeah, you just gotta controls. figure it out. I really liked the classic controller. I liked the... I, now, I didn't play with the other one, so I guess I don't really know the difference right. between the two. But I felt like it was very traditional of a Final Fantasy type... Uh, a traditional RPG. Sure. You know, I was able to move around pretty easily. I was able to navigate pretty well. Um, I was able to fight okay. Now, you did the New Game Plus. Yes. And what what exactly... Because I didn't do New Game Plus. I just played it again from scratch. So what was different about the New Game Plus? The New Game Plus, you you have a couple weapons you gain in the original game that have no use until really the next New Game Plus. Um, the enemies... The enemies, like the regular guys, are the same level. So you walk up to them and you're doing like quadruple digits and stuff. But um, the bosses are leveled up so that they match your level. Um, I think my initial game, I ended at like level 62 or something like that. Mm -hmm. So uh, the bosses were like level 70 and they progressively, I think like the highest one was like 108 or something. Um, and you cannot surpass level 99, by the way. Right. Um, but I mean, aside from that, it's really just a matter of playing the game. You keep your armor and your weapons and all that stuff already. Um, so it's really just kind of... They keep it challenging enough so you have to fight the bosses again, but it's also you can breeze through a dungeon really quick if you're in it for the gameplay. So, sure. like, you know... Or during, the story. During, yes, the story is there. You're flying through the story, and the bosses still are dramatic. We're fighting. You know, it's, right, it's a yeah. big deal. That's good. Um, But, yeah, that's... Did you make it to level 99? I did I make it to level 99. Everyone did except Lowell. And Lowell would have made it if Lowell did not get passed out like near the end of the game. Like, oh, he yeah, was, yeah. He was like level 97 or, ni 97 or 98. He was almost there. Yeah. He was so close. Motion controls. 
I know that they were really trying to utilize them, but they did not work for this game. And I just thought they were so dumb. There would be, like, climatic scenes where it was, Who's there? Okay. And then you have to, like, so blah, 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 Okay, to so find them. by motion controls, you're talking about the, like, little... Like dot where you gotta look around the room. Yes, one okay. of that's one of them. Yes. So for me, I don't know about you. You may have been able to use. Did you use the Wii remote to like point or something? No. No. Okay. You use the nunchuck. Yeah, to... yeah. So that that was the same for me. Just like using the bow and arrow. It was like just that little like yep. eye dot, and you got to move around the room so to really try and figure out what the heck is going on. Controls much at all. And it it was very annoying to yeah have this this climax point and like something going on like oh there's something going on and then you go into this zoom mode and you're like i don't know what the heck is going on you're looking at like the ceiling (laughs) you're like looking for obvious stuff and it's like something stupid you finally see it and then it's just oh okay (laughs) yeah it really pulled away from the game when you had to do that it really did um then there was this this was a little bit lower on my list, but it also reminds me. Um, there would be points where they would they would be a scene, and they're like, "All right, well, let's just move on then." And then you would walk five steps and then resume to a new scene. Why did you have to walk the additional five steps? I don't know. I know what you mean, though. Um, I also had a problem when they would be in the middle of a dungeon and they're like, let's split up because that makes sense. (laughs) Why? There's no circumstance when splitting up makes any sense. (laughs) Um, I I was annoyed by that. I had a couple problems with bumping into people. If you bumped into an NPC that you could talk to, the A button disappears while they're staggering to get their balance. Yeah. So you gotta wait for them to stagger stand back up, walk back into their place, and then you could talk I to know, them. I know, yeah, that was annoying. But then, if you bumped into your party members when you're out battling, they don't budge. They I are know. in your way. And you gotta jump over them. There was at one point on the ship, on the Garak ship, that I thought, I'm going to have to restart my game because I cannot <laughs> get around them. Yeah, I've had that problem. That's scary, you know? You need to be able to move these people. And they're in your way. And I realize being able to jump over your characters in battle kind of shows a cool scene or cool action, yeah. but they were in my way 90% of the time. I also had a problem with that jump move because Zale had that I move had where he could run up the wall and there was actually a boss fight, the Kraken. I think that yeah. was the Kraken or something yep. like that, where your goal is to run up these like little I rock mounds worst. and it never you- worked. You could never move the circle far enough. You had to be I know. at a certain angle. Or, or you would, the circle would be going the opposite direction of the guy that you're trying to attack. And it was, it was a Alternatively, mess. Alternatively, too, though, to not, also, not alternatively, um, if you moved your circle towards the enemy you want to, like, jump and attack, or, like, to use Gale on, if there is a barrel or a wall or something, yeah. even if you are high above it, if you... If it's in your direct path that the character has deemed that it's going to travel, you stop. I know. No matter what. Even if it's just a tiny rock. Uh, sometimes I was able to jump through walls not- to be able to do that, but not very often. Yeah, I don't know. I I noticed it, but it, it wasn't that distracting. It bothered me a what, lot. What bothered me more was, it, in terms of the fighting style is there was no command to attack. You just walk up to an enemy to hit them. See, I was and that okay bothered with me. that. 
I you like to hack and slash. I do, yeah. I like that feeling yeah. of ah, 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 I'm hitting you, you know, where this was just uh <laughs> I'm walking I to attack, I just right. walk up to this enemy and he automatically attacks. Which also got in the way of some of the stuff that I was trying to do, like um, the Zangrak fight where you got to knock the sword out of his oh, hands. Oh, that was such a pain in the neck. You would you would knock the sword out of his hands, but then you would try and walk around him. You had to and you would have to like attack him. Moving. Yeah, because he would sit and attack Zangrak instead of walking yes. around to get the oh, sword. Heck, I was flipping over my characters because I could not. It was it was a mess. The actually that fight in general, the only way I was, was able to beat it fight. was to back myself into a corner with Marania who was constantly casting Cure, yeah. and then Zangrak would come to me and just, like, hand me the sword, basically. Oh, I should have done Because he, like, he would, like, throw the sword at you and then teleport to it, and you could pick up the sword as he teleports and then just sit there and hit him. Yeah. And then he would, like... You would every now and then he would drop the sword or he would attack you and you would drop the sword yeah. and you would just hit because you're in this like corner, you could just press A again and you would pick the sword back up and keep attacking him. So that was like the easiest way for me to kill well, I'm him. I'm glad you figured it out because I had the <laughs> worst time. I think I died maybe two or three times on that fight before I figured some way of being able to beat it. And even that, you start off with just um Callista and Zale. And so you have to figure out what to do to make the time, you know, to utilize your time until right. you can open the door again. And yeah, it's, it, that of, was a frustrating fight. One of the other frustrating fights I had, which there, it wasn't really prevalent in the game, but in this one it was. The first spider fight you have. On the island? On the island. The spider cast paralysis on me yep. so many times. Yep. And I. It wasn't the big spider. It was all the little spiders. Yeah. All the little spiders would. And if all of your other characters got eaten by the big spider, the one character that Zale usually, right. the last character left is like constantly getting it's attacked spammed. by, by paralysis. The worst part and is. There's nothing you can do about it. The worst part for me was I, I think I had to do that like three or four times. Yeah, I think I did twice. Um, and. I did it three or four times because I would stop like halfway and like, no, I'm just going to restart. Yeah. I just would like a fresh start. One of the times I was last one and it was spamming with paralysis. And every time you were paralyzed, you could not open the menu. And I wanted to restart my game. So I would be paralyzed, finally get undone, go to hit the menu, and would be paralyzed be again. Paralyzed it would still. do it like three or four times. Yeah, it's annoying. Um, something less frustrating but still annoying. The <laughs> A button action versus hide. Oh, yeah. Opening a chest when you're just up the against sneak? the wall. sneak... The sneak <laughs> there was mission. no sneaking. Oh, I know the you sneak hated that. mission. That was very it prevalent. Was bad. Because you would the only way to get from point A to point B is to sneak behind these pillars. Well, every now and then he would decide to attack the guard instead of sneak <laughs> behind the next pillar. <laughs> Just Oh, I have about a half that that mission took me a half hour of retrying and retrying and retrying and retrying. I have a Twitch stream uh, at least <laughs> uh, it's over a half hour long, but there's a Twitch stream that starts with that mission that lasts for a half hour of me just working on that mission. And me I I was so mad by the end of that mission. I had to have Brandon do it for me. Did you? I did. Oh, he man. was very determined, but even he was saying, this is extremely cheap and bad. Like, it, it's, it's it was bad. just, it was, uh, again, it was unnecessary for the game. 
you didn't have to go back through there. You already did yeah. the sneak thing with the with the arrows, the it sleep was, arrows. Yeah, it was unnecessary. It just, oh, it was so fr- I think when I finally did do it, I, like, somehow managed to, like, squeeze through yeah. it. And I just happened to make it work. What's funny is, is I think at one point, Brandon just walked through the door. <laughs> he just walked and no one caught him. I don't know if it was just some and timing was perfect or something and How did you feel about the fast forwarding through scenes when you hit the A button? That didn't bother me any. See, I would accidentally think that the cut scene was just dialogue text, so I would hit A to continue. So I would read ahead, hit A. Well then it would it's fast <laughs> when you yeah. when you hold A it fast forwards yeah. and you don't hear anything. Well, if you hit A, it's then it go. If you don't hold it, it goes at regular pace, but you don't hear any talking until the next uh, the next sentence or something. And I that got annoying. But what really bothered me was some scenes you could legitimately skip with the plus button, but not all of them. I didn't notice that either. I never even used that. I didn't know it existed. Um, what bothered me more, similar, yeah. uh, similar thing is they would say a single sentence and then you would have to push a to continue yeah that was and it's like really you can't just keep talking i can't believe that this was what it was yeah (laughs) yeah it was so frustrating so i don't know um i want to talk about some a few things that i did like and then we'll go back to things that we didn't like i only have two more all right go ahead okay very small um, one of the platform things that I had a problem with was stairs. I would walk to the very corner of, like, the bottom stairs, and it would not let me go up. I would have to stop, walk around the stairs, walk to the front, and go up them. You couldn't just walk up the side. You know how you know what I'm talking about, like, <laughs> you would walk to the corner of the very bottom stair. Oh, you yeah, had to yeah. be in front of it legitimately. Like, it, you couldn't, like, cut the corner very right. easily. And yeah. most of them you can, but they're... And if you got too close to the edge, you would do this, oh, like, stupid walk wiggle thing. And that was annoying that because was it was annoying. slow. My last one, which is kind of back with, like, again, like, the spiders or something. The mystic plants, when you're on the island to figure out where this guardian has gone, um, they have these plants, and... If I be my guys, because you're talking they, about like vines, the, yes, the yes. like tentacle vines. Um, because my guys were higher level, when I walked up to them and hit them, they would die immediately. Well, when I walked up to them, they would precede their attack, so they would grab hold of my guy after I've hit them and killed them, wave me about. I would have to use the analog yeah. to stop the attack. They would throw me down, damage me, and then die. <laughs> I have already killed them before they've attacked me, but because they've already thought, well, I'm going to grab him, they did this so many times. Wow. It was driving me crazy. I was just shooting them with arrows, and they were dying really fast with the arrows. Well, I was doing, I was spamming the red circles where you could um, uh, call more, en- more yeah, stronger enemies more to enemies level in. up. Yeah. And, you know, so after doing it for like the 50th time... I just ran up to hit because I was one hitting all yeah. of one. So I thought with that same logic, well, no, these guys had something else in mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, a couple good things that I wanted to talk about, and then I have a couple more bad things that I want to talk okay. about for gameplay. Um, 
the leveling up system was pretty easy. Yes. It it went really smooth. I There wasn't any, like, grinding that I felt like I needed to do. Right. There was a couple points where it was like, hey, there's a summon circle here. I'll call a couple of guys until I stop leveling up with right. one fight. Because you get the bonus when you do the summon circles. Yeah. So there was... I liked was, the summon circles. There was definitely a couple times, like, towards the end, where literally the the monsters were super easy and you would level up right. every single time. I have to say it was super easy getting to level nine. So I would I would like spam that until I would stop leveling up with one round of enemies. Yeah. And once once all of them once all of my characters stop leveling up, then I just was like, well, I guess I'm done. <laughs> and I didn't ever feel like I was under leveled. There was a few boss fights that were frustrating, but not for leveling reasons. Usually boss fights that were frustrating were frustrating because the mechanics, the puzzle mechanics of the boss was wrong. Yeah. And that happened a lot. There was a lot of boss fights where, like the rolly boss oh, in the sewer, yeah. where you had to hit him just, you had to hit him just right so he would bounce around and then you'd have to hit him again or, I don't know, there was there was a handful of bosses where they, there was a puzzle to it. Right. And sometimes that, that puzzle didn't work well. The equipment system was different in this game where you didn't really get a whole lot of equipment, weapons, equipment, armor, all that. You just would upgrade You just would them. upgrade them inste- I wonder, instead. I wonder if that has to do, though, with wanting to appease someone who, well, I like the way these pants look on so-and-so. Probably, but... Because there was know. a lot... There was a variety, but not a whole lot of variety. Yeah. And I saw that. Um, I did like that when you changed equipment, like you, like we talked about before, it would change your clothes, but also your swords. That was kind of neat. Um, sometimes you would get a weapon that just looked awesome, so you yeah. felt cool using them. Did so, you? Um, did you ever use any of Callista's clothing articles? Because you got to use her like her gown and her like regular her blue outfit. No, no. Uh-uh. I had Mariney equipped with her ball gown. Almost the entire time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> huh. Did it give you, like, be- better stab wounds um, or something? I don't know. I think it might have. I mean, I up- I'm honestly, I really did not focus much on the other characters because I was really fine by myself. Yeah. Um, but Mariah, honestly, she was, like, my toughest one that stuck it out the most. The per- people who died the most was Daggerin and Seren. Seren died almost 90% of the time. She yeah, was so useful. Well, it, mainly because she was so aggressive with her yeah, fighting style. Yeah, and that really made the difference. And so, you know, you get those bosses that would hit when you get close. Yeah, and she's And she gone. would be the first one knocked <laughs> out because she had no defense. Um, So another thing, I put it on my good list, and I'm not quite sure why. Magic was purely strategic. It didn't look cool. The effects weren't really that good. And really the only time you had to use it was when you had those like wall guys or like the, the boss fights where they had a barrier around them where you had to use a special color magic to be able to defeat the barrier. That was the only time that I really used the magic. I hated when you would have to use a mage. You only did it like once or twice, but I hated it. And I think part of it is, (laughs) <laughs> I have a hard time using those controls with the analog sticks. In fact, I I play with inverted controls anyway. Yeah, me too. 
Um, but there was certain certain times where I wish my controls weren't inverted. Like yeah. it just didn't work very well. So it was, right. it was very frustrating. But I did not like using the mages at all. Um and the wait time was I got it, but it was just like really Yeah, it's kind of annoying. And yeah, you didn't have to do that very often, but there was a couple missions where you had to take control of like Yurik or somebody. Yeah. The very end was kind of weird where you had to take control of the individual characters yeah, like you had that was weird. your team split off into different ways but then you still had to do the story in each team's I did you know I did like though which not that you were fighting with her but I liked when you got to use Callista like firing the arrows I don't know I just kind of like the idea of controlling a different character or in the big what I think is funny, too, is in the very beginning of the game, you don't control Zale, your main character. You control Dagrin in the yeah. very, very beginning, which is And they never funny. get to do it again. <laughs> also, when I was... I went into my game to uh, look at my counter, and I accidentally triggered the next New Game Plus, and Zale has the ability to use the Outsider. In the New Game Plus? In the New Game Plus. That's weird. It is weird. And I think it might be because he's technically supposed to have Zale's abilities, but he has the Outsider, and it, it's red. It is very strange. Zale or um, Dagrin can yes. use the Outsider? Yes. Just in the very first part when you're controlling him. That's weird. And I don't know if it's just New Game Plus, if it's just a nod to the game. I don't know, but yeah. That's bizarre. And huh. Zale can use it too, though. Yeah, well... not. But you're not supposed right, to I until know, you Right, because you don't it. technically have the Outsider. Which is why I wonder if they're just taking Zale's abilities with Dagrin's just layout. Yeah, but that's still weird because you can use Lull later in the game and he can't do that. I have no or idea. Or like when you can use Seren, you can use Seren later in the game and she can't do that kind of stuff. That's weird. <laughs> um, last thing that I wanted to talk about for gameplay, at least that I have notes for... And this was an afterthought. It wasn't until you were talking about the story that I wanted to talk about this. This, like, small scene that I thought was going to end, never end, where you're thrown into the water and you have to find the boat. You know oh, what I'm talking yeah. about? And it was like, there's no clear instruction on what you what you're supposed to that do was pretty bad there's no like direction that you're supposed to be going you just kind of keep going and keep floating and like, keep if you floating go in the wrong and... direction they don't tell you like you clearly you catch on like i'm going in the wrong direction but you don't catch on until after yeah. you've been going in the wrong direction it's so oh it was, it was very frustrating and i didn't understand where I was going, why they even had me doing this. Why isn't it just a cut scene where you <laughs> fall in the water and then you get picked up by the boat? Why didn't the narrator just say, and then he got picked up right. by a boat? Where was the narrator then? <laughs> I know. Dang it, narrator. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that was super annoying. Something interesting that I also remembered, not that it's that big, um, I booted up my game. Um, and I accidentally triggered a new game plus. So I loaded up a different file that I had saved, knowing that I would that file would do the new game plus. And I was in a dungeon and I tried to escape and I couldn't. Well, I loaded my last checkpoint, which loaded my other game at the very beginning. It was weird. That is weird. I don't know. And it had my type, my counter for the other game, so I knew it was a completely different game, right, but it yeah. loaded the other game completely. It was weird. Huh. Just interesting. It's like it got confused or something on what I it guess. was doing. I guess. 
I mean, it loaded the last checkpoint, so... Alright, so do you feel good about moving on? I think so. I think I've let out <laughs> enough steam over gameplay. <laughs> I mean, gameplay, again, it was doable. I didn't mind running around. After I got used to it, it was fine. But there was so many little things that just drove me crazy. Yeah, there was a lot of things that drove me crazy, too. I We didn't even talk about the tutorial system, which was awful. Yeah, that was lazy. I mean, there was no... It was just pretty. That was there it. Was, there was so many things that I didn't know how to do because either the tutorial oh, yeah. was hidden or it flashed for a second or it was confusing well, tutorial, the tutorial or... I don't know. They weren't even... They do kind of show you your actual character doing it, but they had, like, drawings. Yeah. Of the, I, don't, I don't... And the buttons didn't even match my controller. I could. Oh yeah. So that was another annoying thing. I had to figure out what controller buttons they were trying to be talk about. Wrong. I could be wrong, but I don't think I even got the tutorial for New Game Plus. And I had it'd been a long time since I. Had and played. that's what I was worried about by doing New Game Plus because I didn't remember it took anything. Me, I had to go through my my tutorials uh, and yeah. learn some of the buttons. So when I had come in on one of your streams, you weren't doing stuff, and I was like, "How did he make it this far? I don't know how you did that spider." That spider boss. Pure luck. It literally had to have been. It really was. A lot of <laughs> a lot of the boss fights up until that point was pure luck. Like you were you weren't diffusing circles. <laughs> you weren't, I didn't know how. You were not using revive. You were not instructing. Like at one point, you're. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that was like. How did he make it this far? I got off the stream. I walked up to my husband. and was like, I don't know how Danny did it. <laughs> I, I mean, I would have been so frustrated by that point that I don't know if I would have finished the game. There, For the most part, it wasn't too bad. The boss fights were right. very difficult by not knowing what the heck I was doing. <laughs> But I'm like um, explaining like I Gale just, and stuff to you. It was so funny. Well, I knew that... I knew that Gale could do that kind of stuff. I just didn't understand that there was... I don't know. I didn't understand that that move was the same <laughs> right. as what I was doing. I don't know. <laughs> I remember not even wanting to say anything because I didn't want to be that person in the stream. But it was like, I don't think he knows. And finally, you're like, I think I'm missing a main point. Yeah, I'm totally. Like, yes, you are. <laughs> I knew immediately what the problem was right after that. Yeah. It was just... It was like... I, I remember the, you. <laughs> I remember the tutorials, and I remember the tutorials talking about being able to do certain things, but I didn't really put the correlation between right. they how the tor how the tutorials were telling me to do it and how it related to my current battle situation. I do remember in my last game having to go back through the tutorials because they just don't explain it very well. When I played the first time, I feel like it was seamless. Oh, really? And the way I remember my first gameplay, it was easy. The The boss fights were super easy. I don't know what I did the first gameplay, but <laughs> I felt like I like, plowed through the game like without any problems. And this time I was like struggling all over the place because I had, you know, the internet yeah. watching me. <laughs> so anyway, let's move on to music. Yay. The highlight of this this game What'd you give it? I gave it an 11 oh, out of 10. Oh, that's right. Shame on you. No. Shame on nope, you. Nope, it deserves it. Oh, man. The music was the best. <laughs> it was the best. I agree. I gave it a 9 out of 10. And the only reason why I didn't give it a perfect score is just for the simple fact that after a while, it got repetitive. 
and I hated the castle music. It was just like, ah. It just didn't bother me. I don't know. It was almost too happy at times. It was just like, ugh. I it was I never not, had that problem. I just a didn't. 9 out of 10. Well, is, I gave it an 11, so it compensates for your you 9. Um, <laughs> the the music in general was really it good, was I thought. It was really good. Um, I really liked the, um, the theme song. It was overused, I think. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. It made it gave the game kind of a, a ethereal kind of feel to it. it. It made I don't know. I didn't like when they sang the song. Yeah, that but was... I liked hearing it in the background. I liked booting up the game and hearing that song. Yeah, when you booted I up agree. The game it, it really put you into that feel of this game. Um, there was a couple boss fights that were awesome. Yeah. The red guy. The red guy? You're talking the, about Zangarak? No, the guy before Zangarak. The red... He was like oh, the, one, of the, one of the twins. One of the twin mages. Yeah, he was the red yeah, one. Yeah, I know what you're talking and about. And his boss music was, it was really awesome. Good. His boss music was better than the final boss. <laughs> and the final boss was kind of cool, but I kind of felt the, felt the repetitive on that. Yeah. On that one. Maybe because the boss fight's so long. But, man, the boss fight with the red guy was awesome. Yeah. Um, I just felt, I felt cool, even though the boss fight was kind of difficult. Yeah. But, um, that, I don't know, I, I felt really cool. When you feel cool, that's how you know it's That's so how you know good. that they're doing what they're doing right, you know? I know this isn't music, but I thought the bugs and birds and sound effects were really good. I wrote that into the ambient now, the sounds were really cool. There were times that I was in, like, the castle or, like, the town, and I could hear stuff in the background, and I'm like, is that, <laughs> is that like, somebody behind me or, like, somebody watching TV or something? And I would take my headphones off, and I'm like, there's no way that I could hear a television upstairs on the second floor with my headphones in. So I put my headphones back in, and I can hear it again. I'm like, it's just the, the way that they built the right. sounds in this game. It's so cool. You know, they had parts where the castle was destroyed yet again and um you know you could hear people working in the background and clinking on the stone and it's just it was so cool the voice acting was really good yes i agree there were a few times it was kind of cheesy but i think that it being a jrpg yeah it's just kind of cheesy sometimes uh but otherwise the voice acting was really well done um, it really were, added to the characters. It for really sure. did, and it kind of brought you to that different world, at least for us Americans. <laughs> I mean, just because they had that accent to yeah. them, it just—I well, don't know—it all, all of them were. Kind it wasn't of just you, like a couple of them were like, right? They oh all yeah, were. That, that's just how the setting was, and uh, it just kind of put you in that place, yeah. you know, of this game. It took you out of for us anyway. Uh, to take you out of the the real world a little yeah. bit more and bring you into this different place. Yeah, I mean, I can't say enough good things about the music and the yeah. sounds and every. I mean, it wasn't just Nobu. It was ever the the whole sound team really went above and beyond, and which is why I gave it the eleven. Which <laughs> I when I, I put the ten and I'm like, ah, it just no, doesn't. It's, it's just not, not quite. Enough. Just not quite there. So um. Moving on to our overall thoughts, uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10 for overall. I gave it an 8. Wow. 
I really liked this. You know, the gameplay, a lot of it was just little stuff. There were a couple big things, but I mean, overall, it just worked really, really well with me. I... Very few times was I stumped. Agreed. Um, I struggled a lot in the beginning, especially before we had our conversation. But um, other than that, it was mainly... The reason why I gave it a poor score is I just wasn't as into it as I was the first time through. I definitely agree with that. And I think that that's really all it was. I wasn't wasn't super invested in it, and it may have just been because I've played it once before. Right. And, I mean, I should... In theory, that should be the same problem with all the Final Fantasy games, because I've already played all the Final Fantasy games before. Maybe because I have a special place in my heart for Final Fantasy games, I can just play them <laughs> again without any problems. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. I don't know. But my only thing about that is I feel like if we're going to compare to Final Fantasies, this has a lot of repetitive features like the constant attacks on Lazulus from the Garak and all that stuff. Like, yeah. You don't really have that with Final And, which I really should have brought up over previously too, is you're really stuck with the same the same maps and stuff. You don't really get to travel a whole lot. Like, it's pretty linear as far as, like, travel and all that. Yeah, and something else that we didn't talk about that I forgot to say. Um, when you redo dungeons, you don't get experience for it. No, but you get special items. So? <laughs> If I'm going to play a dungeon all the way through, I want the full benefits of that sure. dungeon. I don't want to just go through for the special but items. But then you've got... You also remember, it's easy to level up and they have those circles. Uh, agreed. But if I'm going to waste my time going through a dungeon over again, I want something more than I just guess. items. <laughs> but I'm sure that there's a lot of stuff that I probably could have gotten if I had played some of those dungeons. I didn't get any of the specialty like colors. They had like you couldn't get them though. You have to do the multiplayer deathmatch, and they canceled that. Like you uh, can't play it anymore. Yeah. So yeah, you didn't get. And I I have looked on YouTube. I haven't tried too hard, but I have not been able to find anything like showing examples of what the specialty dies were. <laughs> they think they're just like effects, like sparkles did, or something. But did you get anything like the? Because I was able to get the invisible top, but did you get, like, the invisible I did, bottoms? I did, yes. Oh. My characters could walk around in their mm, underwear. Nice. <laughs> I thought it was really funny when they would all run to the door, and you still had to open the door. So a yeah. lot of times I would be, like, running through a dungeon and be like, I will get the door, sir. <laughs> every, every place that I got up to, I'm like, don't worry about it, I will get the door. <laughs> Which is funny because Dagrin is technically your leader. I know. Don't worry, sir. I'll get a daggy waggy. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have your game time? Oh, no, I don't have it here. I did write it down, but I don't have oh. it in front of me. It was like 23-something. Oh, I see. Well, my my new game plus only time was like 29 hours, I think. But I think combined with my previous game and this, because it's it's continues off of your time. I think it was like sixty two hours total. So I mean, I spent a good between the two. It's like a even with the new game plus, it's like a good thirty hours. Right. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. I'll check. Hang on. 
I put in 23 hours and 11 minutes. So that actually beat my last yeah. gameplay by a couple hours, which was 27 hours. So, yeah, not too bad. I beat mine only by three hours. Well, mm. mine was only by four. And, however, mine wasn't New Game Plus. Both, yeah. you know, both times I played it straight through for the, you know... As I mean, a normal game. Truthfully, with my new bit game plus, my first one was thirty three hours, and this was twenty nine. Like with new game plus, I I was at level ninety nine. So I mean, you really are just playing the game again. Like it's a tiny bit easier, but it's also a tiny bit more difficult. Yeah. So. Did was your final boss any harder because of the new game plus? It was about the same. Oh, was it? Um, yeah, I it really was the same. It took me a good three hours to. Be between Zangarak and Dagrin. Right. Um, I have to say the f- the Dagrin fight wasn't too bad. I remember the first time through it was, it was really bad, hard. I remember. But there's a few things that you can kind of exploit that helps the game out or that helps that yeah that final fight through. One thing is that your super moves regenerate super fast yeah. for some reason. And that, yeah, though that battle spell So especially. you're able to, like, manip- like Marania's yeah. extra life thing. I had a lot of You could lives. do that over and over yeah. and over and over again, and you could just keep dying. But I was also able to find a way to stay in a heal circle and go out and attack and come back to the heal circle pretty quick. For me, I had the benefit of I had a really good weapon, and it every time I attacked, I had like an eighty percent chance of recovering, and so every time I attacked, basically, I was recovering HP. Oh, that's on nice. a lot. Was of it HP. a blood sword? No, it was. When I I had Googled at one point, like, the strongest weapons to have, I think you you can get Zangarak's weapon, by the way. If you beat him with his weapon, like, the final Yeah, I, I was it. able to get it. Um, But one of the, like, top three I had, and this was, it started with, like, a T, but it, it would regenerate your HP, and that's why it was so good. So I, of course, upped it with all my particles I had, and I mean, yeah. it really, it really, really helped. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I was surprised that it wasn't as hard as I thought it was yeah. going to be. I kind of went into it expecting to be in for a long fight. It, and really, it really was well, It was just time-consuming. Yeah. The hardest battle for me was getting Zangarak. I, I just had such a hard time attacking him because... Well, <laughs> funny story. I had an invisible sword and I wanted to see what it looked like. I forgot I equipped it. <laughs> and so when I did this battle, at the end of this long period of time I was playing my game, I was fighting him with this, like, dinky weapon. So it was taking forever. So when I replayed and re-equipped everything, it was a lot better. Yeah. But attacking him, it still took a long time pulling down that HP I had a and stuff. I had that strategy that i used for the zangrak right, fight I wish where I, had done that. I backed myself in the corner but i also strategically waited to open the door for the other characters until later because when you first go into that fight um he has the barrier on him right well he when you have more characters in the arena he will target more than one character right. so if you're going into it with only zale and Callista. He's more likely to target Zale when he throws his right. weapon at him. So you have more of a chance to get his weapon that really does. to attack the barrier. And the barrier is so tough and it only goes down with his weapon. His weapon yeah. So my strategy was going in, I'm just going to attack him 
until his barrier goes that down and then really I'll open strategy. the door. So then once I open the door, I back myself in that little door right. cove and just waited for, well, you know, Marania to heal me. On top of that too, for me, I had a lot of problems with my characters being in my way. Like even when yeah. I'm trying to grab his weapon, I'll run and he'll be rolling over Seren or something. Right. Yeah. So, and I had that problem too. And that, again, backing myself in that corner yep. made it super easy. Well, I um, should have just called you up apparently. <laughs> It, I was prepared. Yeah, I can tell. I, no, I was I was prepared to like call you up and oh, say, "Hey, you know." By if, the way, if, no, no, no. If you wanted to bring the game over when we oh, do the podcast I episode, see. and I'll help you beat the final boss or whatever. Um, but no, I'm glad that you yeah, were able to I beat did it. Get it. It worked out well. Um, so for overall, I think I already said I gave it a seven. I gave it an eight out of ten. Um, I I enjoyed the game. Yeah. I just think that again, I wasn't super invested in it this time around. Um, I yeah. I think between I if this would be different scores if we'd done it for the first time. It totally would have been. Uh, however, I think this time around, I liked the story a lot yeah. more than I now did the first time. <laughs> I think I invested myself a little more in the story than I did last time. Last time I was more focused on the gameplay and trying to get through it yeah. than, you know, this time it was very focused on the story, which made the cutting off the dialogue that much more frustrating. Um, but yeah, 7 out of 10, not bad. So my final score total is a 40 out of 50. Mine was a 34 out of 50. And that gave us a 74 out of 100. So that falls into a beautiful C range. I feel like it deserved to be, but oh well. Again, if the gameplay was not so bad, because I even lo- I would have been a lot lower. I think the gameplay really is its worst downfall. It really is. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of those little things are small and frustrating and they don't seem like a big deal but when you right. start adding them up it really turns into a bigger problem than what it what it should have been and i think that was its biggest downfall um i think if i were to play this game if i were to have scored this game the first time through um it would have been significantly higher because yeah. i specifically remember now i don't remember much of the game but i remember how i felt yes, when i played that too. game and i loved it the first time through <laughs> and i was so excited for it i i'm i still would like to see a sequel i think it would be fun or an hd remake would be really cool um but the first time through i think i would have given this like yeah. easy an a or a b way way huge score because i loved the game but the second time through a little more meticulous on what i was paying attention to and a little bit more trouble on the gameplay and i think that's what brought the score down yeah and truthfully i feel like it's like i keep even thinking about more stuff to even talk about but but on the other hand that's a good thing because the game there's a lot to the game yeah there really is and there's a few things in there that we didn't talk about uh, story-wise, there's a few things in there that we may have missed, even. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's a lot more to explore in this game than just what we touched on. But, um, you know, it's it really is a good game. I would suggest playing it if you haven't. If you haven't played it, I'm really sorry that we just spoiled <laughs> the whole game for you. With um, the worst way possible. I know. Surprise! Dagron's <laughs> the bad guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think you, you kind of see it coming when he disappears. I didn't half. see it coming the first time. I sure but did. after knowing that, you're going through and playing again, you're like, oh my gosh, where is Dagrin? <laughs> I know. And I was, during the stream, I was joking too. Like, as soon as he was gone, I'm like, uh, where's Dagrin? Uh, where's Dagrin? Like, still no Dagrin. <laughs> like, and what's weird is nobody questions I it. I know. And it's like, you know, he's a key player oh, and nobody know. else even there wonders. There were times where there was just party members that didn't partake in some of the... But yeah. he was the leader, so I, it is important. It was weird. Daggy's gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no. that's... Good game. That's about Good it game. for last story. Um, let's talk about our thrift shop game before we sure. end. Today we played Endless Ocean. It was endless, it I seemed like. I picked this up at a thrift shop. I don't know how much it was because I took the sticker off and I don't know where my price tag went. But I'm sure it wasn't more than $4. Uh, I really was expecting more out of this game. The cover really makes it feel like it's this Endless sea awesome exploration fish. game. It was um, No, it wasn't. It really kind of sucked, which is unfortunate because I really wanted this game to be fun. It looked really <laughs> He had neat. high expectations for a game that came out 10 years ago. Ah, yeah, and it seriously was. 2008 was the, the copyright on it. And yeah, it's it's feeling its age. I think Wii games really just don't hold that much value. No. Which well, is too bad because I don't know, I, I feel like the Wii was kind of revolutionary for what what they were trying to achieve. But you go back to graphics and graphics just weren't well, there. Look and this at the game, game definitely we just was played. it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean even last story the graphics weren't well, last quite there. Story I mean two thousand twelve, which technically was two thousand eleven, so we're coming up close on ten years itself, too. Yeah, that's true. But Endless Ocean really is, like, a diving game, but there's, like, this weird, like, story behind it. I think it's I just so that you progressively do more for it. Like, it's supposed to be a progression, and so they give you a story. I don't know. It wasn't much of a story, though. It just, it was stupid. It was really like, dumb. all I want to do is roam around the ocean <laughs> and yet they're like no no you can't go in this area no 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 you can't you go in this area this with this special feature first. oh that was annoying um there wasn't very many fish there wasn't and you kept seeing the same fish over and over again the controls are pretty bad uh, uh, we weren't, weren't awful but i don't know great. i was poking a fish and it wouldn't let me pet him i think my problem with the controls was that the the motion for the bad, Wii remote yeah. was super touchy so when you're trying to hit the okay button it's like flying across the screen <laughs> but yeah i mean not not a super fun game no, i don't I suggest it if you want to check out our gameplay of endless ocean for the Wii, you can check it out at our website zapnight.com where you can find links to our youtube channel where we have everything hosted um, I actually have been pushing all of our uh, podcast episodes to our YouTube page, too. So if you guys are interested in checking this out on our YouTube page, if you're listening to us on YouTube, thank you for listening. Hi. Subscribe. That would be awesome. You can check out everything that we've got going on at zapnight.com. Next month, or, well, this month, we're going to yeah. be playing... Um, Mario Maker. Mario Maker, right. So you can look forward to that. That should be coming out November 1st. Or no. I, I got my months all messed up. January? <laughs> Just pick, pick a month. Pick a month. <laughs> December, December 1st. So, yeah, you guys can look forward to that. We are planning on playing some Final Fantasy. I don't know 
uh, right now we're looking at a February review day. So maybe February 1st. Um, maybe earlier, maybe later, depending on how <laughs> that goes. Uh, but I am planning on streaming it. So you can check out our website and see when we're going to be streaming. You can check out our Facebook. We try to post, I try to post on when I'm going to be streaming my game. So check us out there. Um, follow us on Facebook if you want to get alerts and all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for Thank coming you. back, Keely. Yeah. I'm excited to see you some more. Yeah. Play some to, more it's games. It's fun to finally be able to play games. I know. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.